What is going on, guys and gals? Referee Jake Clemens here, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everyone knows your name. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially in Akron. This is Wrestling Cheers, where we like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview of this Saturday show from AIW, Join the Swarm. I am your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, our WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. Like I said, this is a preview of AIW's Join the Swarm, and this week... We got Stacy. Hey man, how's it going? Uh, it's it's going all right. Um, you know, I got my my Danhausen figures. Yeah, you did. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. I have not. I do have a tracking number uh, that has been a tracking number for like three days, and they haven't done a fucking thing uh, in those three days. But hopefully, you get it by. I would think the end of the week, because I, I want to say once my tracking started moving. Like it, it got here fairly quick, but the, I'm not worried about it. That is something that annoys me just with any shipping when you get a tracking number for something, but then like it doesn't move for days. Well, you know what that is, right? Oh yeah. It normally means, uh, just they printed out a shipping label. Yeah. Yeah. When they got your order, they printed out the label. They may have even packed the shit up, but then they just, they're waiting for like their, whatever day they go to the post office to mail this shit. Mm hmm. Yeah, it still annoys me. Like, I bought uh, a new OtterBox for my phone because it's literally falling apart. So I found, like, a... Your phone or the OtterBox? Kind of both, but uh, more the OtterBox than anything, though. It's just the silicone has has worn down and parts of it have now, like, fallen off and everything. You like that big, giant fucking case? Yes, because I would be the person that would drop my phone and break it and actually the one that i have on my phone right now is the same one that i had when i ran over my phone with a semi what yeah did how'd, it you, ru- did how'd it on- you run over your phone with a semi uh it fell out of my pocket and i drove forward and then i realized my phone wasn't in my pocket and i'd ran over it huh not the same phone now that was definitely taken to a apple store and replaced with the one i have now but same otter box so even with that big honking case, you still didn't know you had lost your phone. Yeah, I guess you need that thing. I just, I raw dog it, man. My my phone has not seen a case in its entire life, and it's doing great. But like I was saying, I, uh, I bought an, a new water box on uh, eBay. Really good price. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
Tracking number was provided on January 27th, and it has yet to move. Oh, that's nice. Uh, that's nice. That's uh, that's four days. Estimated delivery, February 3rd. Which is still like a week. That's fine. This Friday. Yeah, it's a, like a week from when yeah. you bought it. That's fine. Though, maybe I, I talked about it on here, like right around November, I bought uh, Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion 2 off eBay. Uh-huh. Uh, the dude who, or the person, I should say, that I, I bought off of eBay, they did take it to the uh, post office, and then, you know, even shows, uh, you know, that it was created, and, you know, it was picked up on November 29th. I didn't receive it, so I figured, like, oh, uh, you know, it got lost in the mail. Hey, that sucks. You know, I didn't leave any negative uh, feedback for the person. Guy ended up getting a refund. On January 15th, the tracking started updating again. Oh. So... A month and a half later, it was found. And I mean, I didn't know that it started moving because at that point I had just, you know, said, oh, fuck it. Like, I got my yeah. refund. I don't care anymore. But I came home one day and there was a package and I'm like, I don't, ha- I didn't order anything. And I look at the address for where it was coming from. And I'm like, no fucking way. I open it up. There it is. So you got a refund and you got it. Oh, I got a refund and I got it. And I went to the exchange and bought it anyway. <laughs> so I have two copies. Huh. There you go. But yeah, hopefully you'll I can't imagine that's a I can't imagine that's a hard to get uh a hard to get record. It's it's not. Not even oh well, I didn't even buy the record, I bought it on C D. That's actually, even less hard to get. Oh yeah. And actually I think they they just did a I don't they know if it's a just recent but it. Yeah, but I'll say they just re released it on uh on vinyl uh one and two. But yeah, I mean I mean even like when I bought them off eBay, they were like five bucks. Yeah. So I didn't. Like, so they sold a lot of that in the beginning. So there's yeah, a lot yeah. of them out there. But uh, yeah, th- that's the only time that has ever happened to me. Like that's actually the only time I've ever had something lost in the mail through eBay, and then end up like also then getting it down the road. I end up buying it in in between that time and going to the exchange, and the person I bought it off of eBay never sent it. To make matters worse, the person lived in Akron. Because I purposely wanted to buy one that was close. Never fucking sent it out. I was like, what the fuck? Would you have their address? I would have just went over to the place. No, because just bought off eBay. Like, I, I, I got their, uh, on their account or on the, the listing, it says, like, you know, this shipper is based in Boom Akron, Ohio. Oh, yeah. There you go. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, AIW. We are. So we're back in Akron. Join the swarm. And the... Big guest of the show is Paul London. That is. It's a good guest. And he's doing a wrestling seminar on Friday. Yes. I think if I was a wrestler, that's something that I would always uh, try to do. Like do the seminar of someone, you know, coming to AIW because they're, they always seem to be good seminars. I think I'm not trained. I don't know, but I would assume just like with, with anything, if you're pretty new in it, and there's someone who's very experienced that you have the opportunity to learn off of. It probably benefits you to to learn off of them, you know? Uh, so it makes sense to me that, like, anybody who's, like, a, you know, a wrestler in training or a recently trained wrestler in Northeast Ohio, probably a pretty good opportunity. I think it was, like, 50 bucks. I wouldn't even just say, you know, recently trained. It seems like there's uh, been a lot of those seminars where people that have, you know, been wrestling five years still go to if not longer. And I think too, just from the outside looking in, it's like, you never know what you're going to learn at those seminars. Like what type of knowledge and experience that like 
this particular wrestler is going to show you from, you know, Ultimo Dragon, Paul London, Chris Hero, like a lot of great. Yeah, man. I don't know. I've never been to one, but I I would assume, uh, you know, I've never heard anything bad from anybody who attended one. So, yeah. But yeah, guest is Paul London for this one. He's in a pretty wild match, too. Yeah. I think for this, I, I like I'm not big into Paul London, so I, w- I know I won't be doing a meet and greet here. Oh, I almost never do. I know you never do. Almost never do. Yeah. Almost. Special occasions. I forget. What have been those special occasions? Oh, man. Uh, Scary Skeleton Man. Yes. That was a big one. Yeah. Uh, First time Arn Anderson came through, like back at Mount Carmel. Mm-hmm. Dean Malenko. And those two were like back to back. Yeah, pretty close to each other. Um, huh. That might be it. Oh, Session Moth. Oh, yeah. Forgot about Session Moth. Yeah. I forget about that one just only because that was one of the few shows I didn't go to. But yeah, this will be back at a time when I didn't miss any shows. <laughs> that uh, that streak ended twice. Oh, no. It, you can only end a streak once, Justin. It's That's that's true. But uh, well, I was just that you've had two. You what, missed two shows this, this last year? Yeah, I missed two shows last year. Went from missing none for ever to missing since two. Walk the plank. Yeah. Since walk the plank, I didn't miss a show. So, uh, 2017, I think. I wonder if two this year. I wonder if clerks three was worth it for Pam. I don't know. You'd have to ask Pam. Yeah. Cause she made that one that you didn't go to. And I remember when I saw her, I was like, what, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, Stacy couldn't come. I could come. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, man. We're two separate people. Yeah. Like, we, I understand. We've been together for a very long time, but we're capable of doing things separately. Um, yeah, I had, I had just got a new thing at work. I couldn't go. Yeah. I mean, in all fairness, her. I've never s- seen just when you go to a show. You know what I mean? Right. I guess the, yeah, that hadn't really happened at a wrestling show before. Even to the point of like, you guys, and I know we've talked about it before that you fucking left vacation and drove straight up t- to Manor. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's the thing we did. Drove from North Carolina to Manor for a show. Cause I remember when you guys showed up, because I mean, going into that, you said like, oh yeah, we won't be there, we'll be on vacation, and then all of a sudden, you fucking pull up in the parking lot, it's like, what? Yeah, from what I remember, that was kind of like a last minute decision, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we made the decision, like, while we were on vacation. I don't remember specifically, but I think that's how it was. So, back at the Tadmore Shrine. Fuck yeah, I love that place. That's my favorite AIW venue. I got mixed feelings about it. I mean, I love, I-, I will say I love because it's so close. Like, literally, right now, there's only one AIW venue that's closer. I think I'm just not a huge fan of uh, the paintings on the wall and the lights being on. You're not a fan of paintings on the wall? Well, the I, I don't know. I just, it's crazy looking. Yeah! It's fucking crazy looking. That's why it's great. It's unique. Those paintings are insane. I love them. They're one of the many reasons that I like the Tadmore Shrine, are those weird paintings. Middle Eastern folks and camels. For some reason, also the Roman Colosseum or some shit. Uh, the Parthenon <laughs> in the fucking back above the bleachers. It's fantastic. That place rules. I think it's weird that because they have like circuses in there from time to time, right? I mean, sort of. Yeah, like I mean, obviously yes. not like yes, like Ringling Brothers and shit, but like the you know somewhat circuses. But anyway, like when- I believe they have the Atmorai Grotto Circus there. Yeah. Which I mean that's the same that same thing used to run like in, in Youngstown at like the Struthers Field House stuff, which I guess is bigger than Mount Carmel, but but or or uh I'm sorry, Mount Carmel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Uh, the Tabor Shrine. Yeah. What I find weird about that, or just what I find funny, is the fact that it's like when you're in there, the exit looks like a circus tent. Like you're going into the tent, but you're leaving. Yeah, it's dope. That's another thing that rules about the paintings on the walls. That doesn't make any sense either. <laughs> Super. <laughs> fucking love it. And there's like that little oasis, that little fake oasis in the corner. That's fucking weird. <laughs> like that. It hasn't smelled like fish like the last couple of times we've been there. Like that. I mean, Len hasn't started yet. Because isn't, isn't that the whole thing when they do the fish fries? Probably. I don't know. I'm not. You would have to talk to someone religious to know for sure. But I think that's probably why. Yeah. I don't know, though, for, you know, to be certain. Mm-hmm. I think they still have the fish fries, like, in, like, outside of, isn't Lent just, like, a month? Uh, Lent's uh, about a month and a half-ish. Yeah, they've definitely been frying fish outside of, it's not like we've only gone to the Tadmore Shrine during that one-month window every year. Like I only remember it, being a thing, though, like, where it smelled really bad during Lent. Like, obviously, I know... You can go to fish fries a lot of places on Fridays, but yeah, you can. I th- I thought the big one for them was Lent was during Lent because we were just there on Friday. It probably is just during Lent for like the for a big one. I don't know. I just feel like we've gone there when it wasn't like February, mm-hmm. and it smelled like fish. Like in May, it smelled like fish. Maybe that's like residual fish smell from all the Lent. <laughs> fish fries maybe it lingers for a while i don't know uh but either way that building rules the only other complaint i've ever heard anybody have about that room is like oh will the lights stay on the whole time yeah that's great it's indie wrestling i mean that's kind of a complaint that i have but it's not ever like a i hate this venue complaint it's just my own nitpick preference like but at the end of the day like i still enjoy the venue It, it doesn't smell like cat piss that's kind of a it sure fucking doesn't. That's kind of a, a nice hurdle where it's like, do, do you smell like cat fit? Smell like cat piss? No. Okay, cool. You passed. Because hands down, I think yeah, that, I, that's the worst venue we've ever had. And it's only been that one show. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just know that one show, everything smelled like cat piss. That whole lobby area and around to the bathrooms all just smelled like cat piss. And it was the worst. So let's uh, let's get into this card. Cool. And we will start with this match. Money Shot versus Bang Bros. Uh, the two kind of outside teams. That's not the only thing they have in common. I've heard this uh, described as the safe search off match. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But if, yeah, you, I guess so. if you want to know more about these teams, you're going to need safe search on. Because I don't know. It's not like you've ever. People have seen that stuff. This isn't a show for kids. <laughs> well, no, I Just said probably. You know, you're if you got uptight significant others, maybe don't. I guess I don't know. No, I was saying if uh, you want to know more on this match, you would need safe search or more about these competitors. You need safe search on. I just go in private mode. You'll be fine. But yeah, the I like the way you described it as like these two outside teams and. Money Shot has, has been very impressive. I mean, so has Bing Bros. But maybe it's because of like how close they are. I feel like Money Shot is going to be that team that's going to be around for a while. And they're just like getting started. You know, the thing I like about both of these teams is it's, it's bringing back something that's kind of been missing that used to sort of be part of AIW, where like 
AIW has became very insulated over like since the pandemic, basically, yeah. where there's like, A, there's been a lot of new students. So you're developing people from within. Right. Mm. But there used to be a lot of like regional talent that would come in. Right. Like not people who were like an impact or something and coming in, but like people who were like indie big in other towns. And then they would come to AIW and sort of eventually over time become like re- AIW regulars. And there hasn't been a lot of that. And like both of the guys from Money Shot have kind of built up to to that, which I think is cool to see starting to happen again inside AIW. Yeah. Would would a good example of that be uh which I don't even want to say he was like regionally big, but like Danhausen. You know I mean, so Danhausen did a lot of other stuff, but he really like reinvented himself at AIW. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm thinking more like the Gary J's of the world and like, uh, you know, like people who were like, were like space monkey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like guys who were from out of town, but they were there all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's cool to see some of that come back. And I think with Bang Bros too, they, you know, they were, you know, given a shot on a Winchester show and they've, they've built on it ever since. And I mean, granted money shot, you could say somewhat the same thing, but the fact that they are, you know, a team that's you know, just right outside of the area that it, it, like it makes more sense. But Bang Bros has, has started to make a name for themselves uh, regionally and in AIW. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, with the the advent of like every wrestling show being streaming somewhere too, Bang Bros are like an established tag team that you've seen, you know, on black label shows and on this show and on that show. Like they've they've been on a bunch of stuff right mm-hmm. where like i think money shot is more of just like a pittsburgh uh iwc thing or maybe it's rise um but like a more pittsburgh centric thing i haven't really seen them outside of that but again that's it's cool and correct me if i'm wrong but like both of those guys kind of came in on their own doing like single spots prior to ever working as the tag team that they were outside of here at aiw right Nystrom, yes. Um, Dean, no. Oh, I thought he had worked a, a Winchester show or something. I don't think so. Oh, I, I, th- I thought I could very well be wrong. I could I could be totally wrong. But he he was a dude that he was around a lot of those shows though. Like he, right, and that might be it. I might just remember seeing him like at one of those shows or something. But either way, I like that there's some of that coming back into things, mm-hmm. especially with like, even, you know, you talk about like how many good tag teams there are in AIW. I mean, some of that is outside teams, right? It's mm-hmm. uh main event and stuff like that, but to, to even just build on that more, to give more options that are in there so that things don't get stale, right? Mm-hmm. So that there's options of other people to bring in. I think that's really cool. I'm excited for this match. Who do you got in this one? Oh man. I, you know, I'm gonna go with Money Shot. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there. Uh, they, I was gonna say they just came off the moon, but no, they they lost that match. Um, but I I see in them uh, pulling a rebound uh, win here. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one, and we'll jump into the tag team title match: the Bitcoin Boys with the Duke versus Bulking Season. This is the third time we've had this match in a row. And uh, second rematch. Uh, wh- what did you think about um, both the first match and the rematch? Hey, I'm glad to see Bitcoin boys finally have the tag titles. It's mm-hmm. very nice. Uh, 
So, I mean, was that last one a rematch, man? Was it? I mean, it's, it started off like that. Yeah, exactly. It started off like that, and yeah. then it turned into the match that it was, right? So, like, yeah, I get it. Three shows in a row, you've seen the same match. Well, I mean, now you get to see the actual payoff of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. now that other one was a setup for something else. So that wasn't really seeing this match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This match happened two shows ago, and now it's going to happen this one. Um. So, yeah, it's the rematch, man, and I think it'll let Bitcoin boys... uh cement themselves as the tag champion the exact place where bulking season lost it too i think uh i feel like something big's gonna happen with this match i don't know exactly like, know what like what I, I i i would not be surprised if whoever loses this match might not be the same afterwards because if, if you're bulking season and you lose again this could create some tension between the two maybe that's good i'm not complaining either way and then, Look, man, all I'm saying is, is Chuck and Artie were both singles wrestlers at a time, mm-hmm. and you know they they got to have their tag title run. But maybe it's time to see what you could do on your own. You know, there's there's a lot of opportunities as a singles wrestler that aren't there as a tag team. Yeah, but then you got the Bitcoin Boys. If they were to lose the titles, you know, just two matches. After winning them, um, I also seen them just not necessarily being the same. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. So there's- I mean, I don't, I don't want it to happen. I love Bitcoin Boys as champions. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see a way where they lose this match. I mean, there is the one thing you always have the Duke exactly there, but in the first match and the rematch, he he was ejected from ringside. True, but you know, it, it didn't seem to. It, he seemed to get. Uh, done what he needed to get done prior to that, right? Who mm-hmm. are the champs right now? Oh, Bitcoin boys. Right, right. So I, I take yeah, it... I, I see these two having those belts for a, a long time. So you'll be uh, taking the Bitcoin boys to retain? Oh, for sure, dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you think you think Duke's going to let them lose on like what is essentially their first defense? No, no. no. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Bitcoin boys. You don't sound very excited about that. I mean, I love being the Bitcoin boys. Just bought a Bitcoin boy shirt at the last show. There you go. Then. You already knew. All right, let's move on to the next one. Alec Price versus Dominic Garini. What do you think uh, Alex Price and AIW? Uh, man, it's been very good. Very, very good. Um, it's another one of those cases of sort of what we were talking about a minute ago, where, you know, it's somebody from outside of AIW that's that's now coming in on a regular basis, which is cool. It uh, it gives you a lot of opportunities for matchups that you wouldn't otherwise see like this one. And if you're going to get in a match with anybody, Dominic Greeny, that's well, I think I think it's kind of got to that point where like so that's that's kind of like the 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 line the the bar for AIW right like uh is is Dom like mm-hmm. can you can you hang in a match with Dom uh and and we'll see Alec Price has gone through what he he wrestled Josh right yes and who was his other match against uh was a G led opening round match that I'm gonna have to f- pull up cage match to figure out if we had Butters on this week he wouldn't he would know. And here I thought Butters was just always on this show. You had to you had to tell me earlier that that's not the case. I had a misunderstanding. Chase Oliver. Yeah. So he's wrestled Chase Oliver, 
Was that the show at the Tadmore? Because he worked at Tadmore show too, right? The Chase match was Jaylet. So that was okay. right. And Josh was also that weekend. He wrestled Josh on like the uh, the student show, right? Or no? No, he wrestled Josh night two. Yeah. He was in the scramble match on uh, Fresh Meat 2 to get that title match against Adam Priest, uh, Mikey Montgomery, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Philly Collins. You are thinking he did have a match at the Tadmore, and it was uh, in the Mouth of Madness against Derek for the intense Derek, title. Derek, right. So that's kind of like those are, those are the guys, right? Those are the top guys, and that's what I was looking for. I thought he had wrestled Derek. Um, but so like Derek, Dom, and Josh are like the test, right? Mm-hmm. If you can hang with those guys, wow. Um, and he, he gets to to fill that third piece of that at this show. This is gonna be a very good Yeah, it goes up against the absolute champion, goes up against the intense champion and yeah. And the people's champion. The the Tommy Dreamer of AIW. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. It's absolutely a compliment. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh tests in AIW and those three are a part of it. I think the only other one that I could think of just singles wise is uh, Lewis London. And I, I know not a lot of people like him, but that, that's even like him out of Thorne's mouth. Sure. Uh, but yeah, Alec, Alec Price and Dom, this is going to be a great match. So you got this one. Oh, man, Dom. Of course. Uh, I'm going to go Alec. Yeah, you think he's going to embarrass Dom in front of his parents? Oh, his parents are going to be there. I forgot about that. Um, It's not that I, I think that he'll embarrassed Dom in front of his parents I think the last two matches and actually looking at it now Alec Price has only won one match in AIW and that was to get that title match uh-huh every every other match has been a loss Chase Oliver Bishop Dillinger I think I think this is where he uh surprises everyone and pulls out a victory well we will see let's move on to the next one intense title match Derek Dillinger versus Joey Janela versus Paul London versus Wes Barkley. So we have Derek and Wes once again, but now you're adding into the mix Janela and London, which I'm, I'm not complaining about Derek and Wes. I, there's a, there's a story being told with Derek versus Bishop and versus Wes. Like that's been a theme over the past year and a half. Yeah, man. I, yeah. Why would, I, I guess I don't get where you, where you're, like you were not mad about it. Of course you're not mad about it. This is going to be great. I'm, I'm just prefacing that. I'm like, Oh, you know, Derek and Wes again. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, like this is like, this is a story that's being told. And I, I'm enjoying it. I noticed it a little bit more at the Kent show only because that's when I, I noticed we, we still have Derek versus Bishop because Derek never beat Josh. So there's like this rivalry between them. Sure. Well, I mean, this match is going to be fucking bananas, dude. So, mm-hmm. hey, it's the intense title. So everything that comes along with an intense match, right? Mm-hmm. And you and you add Joey Janela and Paul London into this mix. Oh, boy. Don't get comfortable in your seats during this match, I would say. Be prepared to move. Definitely not. Like, don't get don't get comfortable in your seat. This, like, I think especially with Janela. Like, he has so many wild matches in AIW. Yeah, he's had a few. He's had a few. Derek's had a few. Wes has had a few. There's a lot of elements that lead to, like, this shit is not a lot of this match is going to happen in the ring. That would be my prediction. The majority of this match happens not in the ring. And then I don't, 
necessarily know what to expect from Paul London in this. Oh, me either. But that's part of why I really like this match. Mm-hmm. I figured this had to be the match that Thorne was talking about before it was announced. Like, you, you're going to want to get your tickets because, because of this one. I would assume that's the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, we knew Paul London was going to be there, but we didn't know Janela was going to be there. And we didn't know that they would both be in the same match for the intense title. Pretty stacked match. And a win here for Derek is like, that's, that's a pretty good feather in your cap. You know, the, the reign of Derek as intense champion, he has not shied away from competition. No. And this is, this is maybe the, the hardest one he's had, uh, just because of the, the elements that are there, you know, it's, there are three other people who could walk away the winner outside of you. And they can all essentially do whatever they want to to try to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's this is gonna be a good match. And realistically, I mean, obviously the idea that I, I say like, oh, Paul London couldn't win, but like Matt Cardona fucking won, right? Uh, but like, there are three people who legitimately you could see like, oh, maybe they could, maybe they could actually win this match. Mm-hmm. Like Wes certainly, Janella is available these days, you know? Yeah. For for him, too, that would be regaining the intense title. Right. And then for, and for Wes to have the intense title, yeah. him and Josh be champs. That's what I was going to say, where like that would be a big win for Wes to bring another title or bring the intense title back to the shooters, but around his waist. Because if there's one thing that we've seen with the shooters, they, they love uh, the AIW dominance. And if they were to hold both singles titles, then they're going for the tag titles after that. Well, now don't get so far ahead of yourself. I mean, I, I said, got to win this match first. That's why I said, I, if that were to happen, we got you fantasy booking into the summer. Nah, I'm not a fantasy book. I'm, I'm more thinking of inside Wes's head. You know, you win the title, bring the title back to the shooters. Hey, what are we doing next? Oh, we're going for the tag titles. All right, cool. Let's run AIW. That's what, I mean, the shooters have been, you know, like the, one of the top groups in AIW for a few years now. And they had one moment, one short moment in time where they had all the titles. Yeah. I mean, that's a difficult thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm excited for this match. Mm-hmm. There are lots of possibilities coming out of this match. Who do you got? I have Derek. <laughs> I got Paul. Oh, London. There's all this stuff that could happen. Yeah. Derek's going to win. I got Paul London. No, I'm yeah. kidding. No, I got Derek. Bold choice. Paul London. That's uh... <laughs> Bold choice, God, and let's see, let's see how it plays out. But no, it's, it's like we, we talked about it earlier in the tag title match. You got Ziggy there, right? Not, not only so can that's that's can, a combustible element. Not only can Ziggy interfere, do whatever she wants, but she could essentially like take a bullet for Derek, take you know, jump in, uh, take the hit. Do you for think him. Paul London's bringing a gun? That didn't, I didn't exactly. <laughs> why, why would it be Paul London? Well, I mean, he's the only person I'd, I would assume if one of the other folks were going to bring a gun, they'd have done it already. <laughs> but meaning like, just, just saying, I'm, you know, she could jump in front of any type of move for and, sure. And, you, for sure. And, and she has in the past. Yeah. And shit, she could be used as a weapon in this match. She, I would go for as far as to say she will be used as a weapon in this match. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a could. That's a will. That's a that's a standard move in Derek's move set at this point is hit somebody with Ziggy. Tell that's a tag move for them, basically. 
Right, on the rare occasions where they tag, for sure. I mean, other places more often, but not really at AIW. All right, let's move on to the next one. We talked about it in the last match. Uh, you might have some of the same stuff here. PME versus Youth and Asia in Akron Street Fight. Yeah, that I think that by name alone tells you that it's going all over the building. I I genuinely love being able to see Youth and Asia again. Like easily, yeah, it's cool. Easily one of my favorite independent tag teams ever. I even kind of go as far to say they're like kind of my favorite tag team. Period. Well, and they're kind of a unique thing, right? Because like, I mean, M Dog has had some success, but. For the most part, those guys are just two guys who are big indie stars and at this point are like legendary indie stars. Like they're they've reached that status of like they're of that age group. You know what I mean? Where like they've been they've been doing indie wrestling for multiple decades. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. It's a big deal. Um no, it's it's very cool that they are a regular tag team again. Like when they first came out and had like tag team gear on and it wasn't just both of them in like their regular gear but tagging together mm-hmm. i was like oh wow they plan on doing this for a while that's dope and this isn't anything you're gonna see a lot of other places i mean i'm talking just you know the match versus pme but you know j pro doesn't necessarily get out as much oh no that's one of the things that comes with time man you mm-hmm. know what i mean like you you have a little bit less of it holy shit according i mean i guess this does make sense but according to uh cage match i think this is going to be m dog's first match of the year because they don't have a uh, any match for him this year so far. That's actually a little surprising. That dude seemed like he was always busy. Mm-hmm. I, wanted to, I had to go to cage match because I want to double check like J Pro, and you know he's kind of been a constant in AIW since 2011. I mean he 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 had wrestled before, but like in 2010, like he didn't he had no matches anywhere. Because I think that's I think he retired in 2009 for a, obviously for a time, but right. Every year since then, he's wrestled in AIW minus 2020. And the past two years, it's only been AIW. And there's been years prior, 2014, 2016, 2017, where, again, it's been the only place. So if you want to see euthanasia anywhere, it's going to be AIW. And to see this uh, whole thing play out is something I've enjoyed because you can only have PME go for the title so many times. And it for a lot of people it got boring or it just just got annoying to always see them either with the titles or going for the titles but now they're defining more who they are and you have youth in asia the most legendary tag team from this area yeah i mean they made j pro mad right they made him so mad he waited six months <laughs> to do something about it hey you, you tell it to j pro not me I, look the man's clearly busy he <laughs> He's so busy that he didn't have time in six months to do something about it. But by God, he doesn't forget. Six months later, here he is. But uh, this this should be pretty crazy. This match will be good. This match will be really good. Uh, like, there's a part of me, like, I get that it's the street fight, and the street fight part of it's cool, but I hope that there's... All of these guys are really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like to see... Like, this could be a really good wrestling match, and I hope that it's a good wrestling match while being a street fight right like uh or i hope that it means there's another fucking match you know uh Mm -hmm. i just think i think these two teams are capable of having a really 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 good tag team match uh a great tag team match and uh i mean odds are we'll probably get that on saturday is a great tag team match out of these who do you got 
Ooh, that's rough, man. That's it actually, is. that's rough. Uh, I think I'm going to go PME. Part of me wants to agree with you, but fucking euthanasia. Oh, no, man. The, uh, the current version of Philadelphia Collins is not to be fucked with. And I just, I don't know. I don't know if the old guy's got it in him. Uh, yeah, I'll go PME. Let's move on to the next one. Pretty Boy Smooth versus Shaw Mason. Unfortunately for me, I have not watched their promos yet, but I've seen bits of it. Uh, I only saw Shaw's uh, fuck around and find out uh, promo. Mm-hmm. I did not see PB's. What did you think about uh, PB's return to AEW? He's back. Um, he's uh, seems like he's got something to prove to people. Mm-hmm. This is a much different, uh, much different task than he had with Big Hardway Holloway. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's two big dudes having a big dude match. Uh, Shaw Mason is is way different. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how PB approaches it. It's gonna be really interesting to see how Shaw approaches it. You know, this is a this is uncharted territory for him. I don't think he's faced anybody the the size and style of PB Smooth. I would say the only person that he might have went up against size wise is uh, Holloway, and even then it would have been in the as far as what we've seen uh, the six man tag match. But I don't know if they were on the same team or opposite teams. Even at that, like that's somebody who you've trained with. That's somebody who you know. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who he's he's been around, but I I would assume he's not. You know, he doesn't know PB Smooth. You know, he's certainly probably never wrestled PB Smooth, even like in a a cursory way. You know, like before a show or something. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting to see. It's kind of a test for both of them, even with the experience. You know. Pretty Boy Smooth's got a lot of experience. He's got a lot of years behind him at this point. I'm not saying he's old. I'm just saying that he's he's a he's a veteran wrestler at this point, right? And Shaw's in his first year. But what we've seen from Shaw Mason in his first year, pretty fucking impressive. Uh, Sam and Shaw were both on the same team. There you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, a, a big match too for Shaw when you look at it as you know we can't forget PB was a former. Absolute champion. Yes, he was former absolute champion, former tag team champion. Um, yeah, Pretty Boy Smooth is a, a decorated veteran of AIW. Uh, it's definitely a test for Shaw Mason for sure. Who do you got in this one? Uh, that's that's rough, man. That's really rough. I just you know, so certainly a size advantage uh, from from PB. I just I think this. I think you know everybody's the same height when you're in an ankle lock. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that I, Shaw's got some momentum, man. I I feel like he might be like out of this class. He might be the one, right? Like he might be the one that kind of shines first. And, uh, I, th- I think he's going to pull, I think he can pull this off. I think he can, I think he can pull off a win against PB. Yeah. I'm going to go pretty boy smooth. There's, there's been something to prove with him coming back. Literally. I think even after he, he won. He he reminded us that he's back. And what if? But we knew he. I mean, we had just seen him. I'm. I, we, we knew that's back. true. I mean, I love Shaw. But I think. I, th- I just think he's gonna pull it off. Yeah. I don't know. See. Let's uh, move on to this one. We already mentioned him. Sam Holloway versus Isaiah Broner. Uh, 
Yeah. This is the hard way. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this, uh, this might be ugly, man. <laughs> this, this could get real ugly. This would be a super impressive win from Sam. If he were to manage he could win this, that's wild. Um, yeah, that would be a really impressive win. Really, a fucking really impressive win. That would be. I don't even know. I I would think if you if you were able to do that, you should just instantly get a shot at the title, right? Like mm-hmm. immediately. That should be like a fucking like a fast track to a title match. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is. So they've put a lot of the students in situations where it's a test for them. This is a, a fucking test. This is this. This is an exam. Yeah, I mean, this is like what happened to the Karate Boy with Kaplan. I <laughs> like at this. Hmm. Good luck, Sam. He's a big kid. Hopefully, yeah. you know he. We're gonna learn if he can defend himself. Because, like, yeah, he wrestled PB, but this isn't PB. This is a a guy who beat PB. Sure did, amongst other people. <laughs> yeah, uh, beat PB at the same venue. So, yeah, man, I, you know, sometimes you learn from losing, mm-hmm. and I think this is gonna be one of those opportunities. So you're going with uh, Broner? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Are you not? No, uh, yeah, I'm not, there's no way I could not pick Broder. Like, but also, I mean, thanks Thorn for this match because it's gonna be fucking crazy. <laughs> but man, uh, I feel bad for Sam, but you know that's this is what he signed up for. <laughs> sure is that chart that uh, Shaw made for PB <laughs> applies. <laughs> it, it applies here. hundred uh, percent agree. Let's move on to uh, the last one. We got the main event. Joshua Bishop versus Filthy Tom Lawler for the AIW Absolute title. So this was announced the uh, last time we were here. Kind of ended up in a brawl between the two, but, you know, Filthy, you know, flat out said, you know, he never got his rematch. That's true. And Josh. Very true. And Josh was the one that beat him. Granted, he didn't hold the title long after that but it was bishop the one that beat him this so like this i this could be josh's biggest test so far mm-hmm. in, in a night of what seems like exams yeah um this this could be his biggest because you know not only is tom tom he's a former absolute champion who from the sounds of it, seems a little upset that it's taken so long for him to get his opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's that's a tough way to go. Yeah, I agree with you that this is the uh, probably the biggest exam for for Bishop. That whether you look at the it's a former absolute champion or whether it because it's the former UFC fighter or even former New Japan strong champion, like fucking Filthy Tom is no slouch. Long, long list of credentials for Tom Lawler. Mm-hmm. And these two guys know each other pretty well. Yes. Which means there's going to be that element of, you know, knowing and figuring out what the other guy's going to do and who can use that to their advantage. This is, as far as main events go, this is like a top fucking tier main event match. And pretty much the last time they went up against each other, if that was it at that hell on earth. Like I said, it was Bishop the one that won. 
But actually, if I'm correct, he did because it was mentioned that you know he he won with some help from uh, Wes. Well, uh, it's not like Wes isn't going to be there. Yeah, assuming he's assuming he's still able to uh, <laughs> to get around after that match he's in. But yeah, because it's, it's not like he's going to be uh, in tip top condition. Probably not. You would assume not. Some shenanigans have happened if he is. But yeah, this is this is going to be pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, this is like so being in that spot. Like these AIW shows have such wild cards that like when you get to that main event sometimes the crowd is tired Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they've already seen a lot they've already watched a lot um and so that's a big a big ask you know for these guys to go out there the guys who main event and like this is one where it's not even to me it's not even any kind of an ask like this this is easily like you could say this is the best the best match on the card yeah and it's I don't know if it necessarily has the one that has a, a, the most going into it, but the fact that there was this just unsolved uh, business, unfinished business. I, well, and this is another one with that real possibility that like either guy could walk out of this winning and you wouldn't think that that was unreasonable. You know what I mean? Like sometimes if there's a big name in and they wrestle for a title, well, you know, like I said, with the exception of Cardona, Cardona kind of broke that rule Mm -hmm. um, and was, and that's why it worked, right? That's why it was the swerve that it was. But in general, there are certain people that if they come in and they're in a title match, you kind of know, right? Mm -hmm. "Ah, They're probably not going to win. Tom could win this. You saying Paul Lennon's not going to win? I mean, I, I am. I am saying Paul <laughs> London's not going to win. Um, I'm not saying Joey Janela's not going to win, but I'm saying Paul London's not. Gonna. Yes. But like this, Tom could win for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. hundred percent could win. Not even a question. Willie? I don't know. That's- I think Josh is probably the hardest man to beat in pro wrestling, right? If you're wrestling him for like the top spot in AIW, I don't think that's the thing he's real interested in not being. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm going to so, I mean, if you beat Josh Bishop for the absolute title... You've accomplished something. That said, if somebody's going to do it, you can see it being Tom Waller. Well, that's what I'm going to pivot it to. Uh, who you got? Ooh. Um, So it could be Tom Waller. It really could. But it's not going to be. It's going to be Josh. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the reign of Bishop ending right now. I don't want to say anytime soon, but definitely not right now. I think this is this is just going to be another like really big moment uh, on this title reign for Josh Bishop. Let's, even like looking at the Bishop from 2019 to now, they don't necessarily feel like the same person. Josh has evolved. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not, this is not the same person in the before times. So yeah, and that guy, and that guy wouldn't have been easy to beat. No. You know, that's the guy that went off the balcony with Matt justice. So yeah, I'm going to also go Josh Bishop. All right, any knows? Maybe we're wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. No, no, no. Because I, we, you know, it's already been mentioned. I don't think anybody thought Cardona was walking out champion. No, nobody did. I, well, I mean, obviously some people did, but well, um, yeah. I don't think any AIW fan realistically thought that was going to happen. It felt like, oh no, this is just you know, kind of to go back to the the eight man tag match they had, and so this is like you know, we're going to have a one on one match between the two. And that turned into a whole bunch of other shit. It sure did. So, is that guy still around? <laughs> uh, I know his wife isn't. Uh, yes, he is. 
and I genuinely don't think he's going back. Oh, I, oh, he's not going back to WWE. I don't think. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's an option for him, right? Like, I mean, we don't know if it's an option. Fair enough. But yeah, uh, any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Oh, um, so super fantastic podcast is a podcast again. Mm-hmm. Um, did an episode this month on Jason goes to hell. Uh, that is up right now, and. The next episode should be Scream, and that's going to be sometime in February. That should be a good one. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm trying to cover, like, mostly shit that came out in the 90s for this year. So I feel like Scream is like that solid middle point of 90s horror. We- Plus, there's a new Scream coming out, like, right at the beginning of March. So, Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. What about the uh, View of Skew episodes? How about those? When I went... When are those coming back? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I have a, I have a lot of irons and a lot of fires right now. Uh, if I can pull off actually doing 10 episodes of Super Fantastic this year, I'll be happy uh, with the other shit that I have going on. So, I, yeah, you know, um, I don't know that there's a, a spot for those skewed episodes right now. It's certainly something that I might do in the future, but yeah. These these movie episodes, man, it's like a lot of research and stuff that you have to do. It's not just like... Oh, yeah. Like, I know about horror movies, and I could do an episode w- without, like, a ton of research, but it wouldn't nearly be as good as if you actually, you know, put the work in. Yeah, because I remember I started the homework for uh, Strikes Back, and I went back and looked at my notes, and I was like, I don't remember what half this shit means. <laughs> so I have to, like, eventually go back, because I don't... Did I watch it? I can't remember if I, I watched it normally, watched it with director commentary, or like I was watching, oh, I was watching, I think the uh, special, the bonus features. Like there's like a, like a documentary of the movie on the special features, and then I think I found another one on YouTube. So eventually I gotta, I gotta dive, whenever that happens again, I gotta dive back into it and remind myself what all the shit I wrote down means. And even yeah, then, I knew I, I, I knew I wasn't done with it. I don't know when those will come back, but I uh, I know that I've had fucking Wadsworth like <laughs> he got ready for it like a year ago or more uh, for to do Chasing Amy, which would be the first one that we would do when we came back. And uh, at the moment, there's just I don't have a spot for it, but that would be the first one. So you got time, Summers. Like a, I don't know when it's coming back, and be the first one back would be Chasing Amy with Wadsworth. Yeah, I'd be really interested to hear the Dogma episode. I need to. I have not sat down and watched that in a while. I need to watch it. Been a minute. Well, hey man, you're wrapping this thing up. Do you do your own <laughs> Kevin Smith podcast? Yeah, I'm wrapping this shit up because I don't want to do it every week. Well, dude, if you're trying to do movie shows every week, I don't. I got news for you. Like it's you. I couldn't even imagine. I could do a, a Juggalo podcast. Do it. There you go. Whoop whoop times fucking two, dude. Go go to the gathering and watch people do fucking heinous shit and then do a podcast about it. There you go. Then fill in the rest of the year with like other fucking wild juggalo stories. I've actually started listening to a show that deep dives, uh, juggalo albums song by song. Oh, that sounds like a show I need to never listen to. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing about podcasts. There's literally a podcast for everything. Mm-hmm. at this point that somebody has whatever the fucking thing is that you think you're like oh man i need to come up with a unique idea for a podcast there isn't one they're all gone people have done all of them it's just do your version of it because 
clearly there's room for that in shit that people want to listen to because there's a hundred thousand true crime uh Hmm. podcasts and like dozens of them do numbers uh same with like like there's last podcast on the left and when necronomapod started i was like oh well that's cool that they're doing like basically the same thing but you know there's already like this huge podcast that's doing that and then they started doing wild numbers so yeah do your own juggalo podcast summers get all them get all them numbers times two <laughs> no nah, i'm just i really just want to hang it up for a while maybe i come back maybe, i don't know it's just i'm 300 episodes into this over 300 episodes and i've been doing this for as a whole uh, i think we're about to go 12 years in may a long time it is just think if you would have put all that effort into having your own juggalo podcast you would have like the longest running juggalo podcast right now well i I wasn't listening to icp again during that point so i don't see that was your first mistake (laughs) abandoning your roots (laughs) you abandoned your juggalo roots summers (laughs) I thought juggalos were a family. You turned your back on your family. We talked about this. I had a, uh, I had my CD collection stolen out of my car. That very much tracks for juggalos. Yeah, and that's a whole you know family thing. Yeah, that made me go. Yeah, fuck this fandom. Anyway, uh, of course you can find myself at J Summers three three zero on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Hive. Much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And like I said earlier in this show, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean.com. And all of those links can be found through the link tree link in the podcast notes check out our podcast friends such as pod van dam super fantastic podcast it's evolution baby the indie cast sobros network biff radio game marks podcast power bob jitsu power driver podcast fully posable positively pro wrestling indie wrestling guide if you catch my grift at odds with wrestling marks with mics juggalo rewind x over this ends at prom and porch talk and check out our other non-podcasting friends such as the mystery men redline radio mouse's wrestling adventures vhs party tonight on instagram danger zone video in juliet tennessee heart of gold toy Hio toy show time capsule toys smoke and jay's barbecue jcp designs midwest territory Southern Underground Pro and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And whoop whoop. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. 
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week